Uh, sorry, the retail supply chain show where we break down great retailers, the supply chains that move them, and of course, the data that they use to make their decisions. I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in so long. It's been a couple of weeks since we've had a new episode, and I've missed my family here at Point of Sale so much. Um, some fun updates for you guys. As of last week, I actually now have a daily Sirius XM radio show. Freightways Drive Time is premiering last week from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. every single day. So you guys can enjoy content, not just from Freightwaves Now in the morning or throughout the day on uh, Freightwaves TV, but uh, we can actually talk to you as well through your radios, uh, through your car and on their mobile devices as well through Sirius XM. We are on the Road Dog channel, channel 146, again, from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Just been so grateful to have such a, a great time slot to reach our community. And it's been an absolute joy um, to talk to everyone out there in a, in a different form and a different platform. So um, I'm actually going to be traveling to Matt's uh, this week. So that's really exciting for me as well. It's the first time I've ever been to Matt's. So if anyone is out at that show, come find me. It's going to be pretty simple to see me in that crowd. Uh, so let me know if you, you want to talk uh, point of sale stuff, I will be there. And then of course, uh, we do have our future of supply chain event that is in person here in May. Uh, everyone will be heading to Rogers, Arkansas at the Rogers Convention Center. We'll be hosting our first in-person event for, geez, I want to say it's like three years now since we've been able to do that. And everyone from the supply chain industry will be there. We will have investors, freight tech entrepreneurs, um, everyone that you will want to um, learn from. Demos will be happening all day long. We have some really great speakers lined up too. Uh, Billy Bean will be speaking. It's probably my favorite right there. Unfortunately, it won't be Brad Pitt, but Billy will be there for us. Um, so yeah, it should be really fun. Again, go to live.freightways.com to register for that event. And if you're interested in sponsoring or being a part of it or demoing your technology as well, you can get all of that information there. Now, for today's episode, I wanted to kind of dive into a, a fun lesson of international relations and international business. Um, today, we're going to talk about Egypt, which, by the way, uh, as many times as I double check how I spell logistics in a day, Egypt is probably the second word that I have spent multiple times double checking on that spelling. And um, I'm really excited to dive into a piece of um, not really news, but almost more of a strategy that the country is taking and has took since 2016 called uh, Egypt Vision 2030. Now, before we dive into what that really means, uh, why is it important to retail? Why is this even, why are we talking about this phrase? Like, what does this have to do with point of sale or anything? Well, you know, clearly we are a trader with Egypt. In 2020, Egypt imported $3.2 billion worth of consumer-oriented products, which is actually a 3% increase year over year. And the United States is actually their fourth largest exporter, uh, with approximately $199 million in exports last year, uh, which is actually about 6% of their total market share. And recently, in the last decade, they've had really high smartphone penetration 
penetration rates, uh, which makes it a really competitive landscape right now for online commerce platforms and and retailers as well. So um, it's a really interesting spot for investors. People are looking at it as, you know, what is the future of our relationship with Egypt? Hence, this is why we're going to dive into this today. And we're going to be speaking with someone who is a part of this vision and making sure that these initiatives are followed through and are happening. So in February 2016, Egypt's uh, president came out with eight national goals that it's going to use to reach not only the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, but Africa's a sustainable development strategy that they've set place for every 20 56. So some long-term stuff is what we're looking at today. <laughs> um, so what they're focused on with that is economic, social, and environmental initiatives that it's going to encourage overall industrial deepening, innovation, and really add just value to the country of Egypt as a trader, as a partner in this worldwide economy. Uh, there's eight specific areas that it is focusing on. Uh, one is quality of life, equality and inclusion, of course, a robust economy, knowledge and innovation, sustainable environment, governance, peace and security, and leading stature. So basically, it's just overall international and regional diplomacy. Um, and actually, since adopting this and adopting this initiative, Egypt has remained the only country in the Middle East and in North Africa to avoid an economic recession. So, you know, it's interesting. I think a lot of times we see currently even our own government and trying to figure out how can we become more sustainable as a government? How can we update our systems? How can we go through this same technological advancement that we see freight tech going through today in order to improve not just, you know, our trade and our customs between countries, but became become a sustainable country overall and a competitor within this worldwide environment? Um, so a couple of years ago, they started working on NAVSA, which actually stands for National Single Window for Foreign Trade Facilitation. And the point of this was to start integrating the number of government systems it takes to do trade with a country uh, in order to pass cargo customs clearance. Uh, it integrated over 26 different government six systems together. And we talk about a lot of times the number of tabs that <laughs> brokers are used to having open on their screen just to do their job to get a load covered. Well, uh, imagine having 26 just to get cargo pushed through your government. So um, that was a huge deal. And it actually reduced the amount of customs documents from 18 to six needed in order to cross into Egypt. Um, since it became mandatory to use in October of 2020, October 1st was its turn on date, 32,000 importers, 20,000 exporters, 2,200 brokers, 300 shipping agencies, and more than 74,000 foreign exporters have used the system. Um, it now handles about 20,000 trade transactions a day. And the reason that our guest is here today is because we're going to be talking about the technology behind that customs documentation and what helped bring that 18 pieces of documents down to six. It was actually an investment and integration with a company called Cargo X, who actually just recently announced that Egypt is extending their agreement for them to continue to use blockchain technology to um, integrate customs documentation and, and speed up the process of 
of actually uh, crossing in and out of Egypt's customs. Uh, with us today, I have Varon Ortinsky. He's the Chief Business Development Officer of Cargo X, and he's going to be telling us a little bit more about the company and exactly where the relationship started with Egypt. Varon, thank you so much for being with us today. I'm excited to have you here. Uh, hello, Grace. Thank you for this uh, introduction. <laughs> you covered all the topics, so what should I say now? <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> I wanted to do some research on it because I think it's really interesting to see where countries are developing. A lot of times, let's say in the United States, we kind of get stuck in our own bubble and we just are concerned about our own processes and we don't consider where other countries and other partners are investing within their own supply chain that could affect us as well. So, of course, I had to do my due diligence before having you <laughs> And I'd say that my, my first question to you, Varen, is we are talking about blockchain technology. And a lot of times people reach out to me like, what, what is blockchain, right? Like, what, what does that even mean? I guess in like the most simplest form, can you explain what blockchain is and what Cargox is, is doing um, to improve that document transfer for Egypt? Sure. Okay. So, uh, well, to put it very simple, uh, blockchain is a digital chain of chronological data blocks, uh, which are linked uh, and secured bit with uh, cryptographic proofs. So we have a few different types of blockchain, however. So we have a public blockchain, so permissionless blockchains, we have uh, private blockchains, uh, we call them also permissioned blockchains, or some hybrid blockchains. And uh, depending oh. on the use case, I wouldn't, pre uh, I wouldn't say the one is better than other, but uh, in the future, I think uh, the mixture of all three will prevail because uh, everything is bringing, uh, every, every blockchain is having some, some uh, I would say, very useful uh, features and uh, in everyday life, especially when it comes to document transfers and the data transfers, if you want to call them that way. So basically, that's how we are using uh, a blockchain technology. So our technology is called a blockchain document transfer. So we are using blockchain, public blockchain technology to transfer some document slash data because we are heading to to the age of data, not of documents anymore. And uh, to, to make it happen, you, you really need to 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 to, to uh, make your platform looks like uh, something familiar to wider audience. So, uh, user interface is very important for for the user, and that experience needs to be, let's say, in a way uh, familiar. Uh, they need to be familiar with with that. So, uh, together with with some some. Uh, Credentials, how you are entering and signing the platform, entering the platform and signing all the transactions. So that's the easiest way to explain how our platform is 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 working. So basically, a user is signing up on the platform, providing some documents and data, and they are filing this this uh, digital original documents. Thanks to blockchain technology, they are considered uh, equally valid as as uh, paper original documents and. Uh, that's that's it. So documents received on the other side on on, on Nafeza, uh, which is single window platform of Egypt, uh, are used for further procedures with uh, importation of the goods and so on. So you don't need to handle paper documents when it comes to custom clearance uh, 
import custom clearance in Egypt. So how did your uh, initial agreement with Egypt come to fruition and how did you become a, a partner with NASIF? Mm-hmm. Well, that, that, that was really a long way. So, uh, I mean, initial communication started even before I have joined the company and that was uh, nice. November 2018. And uh, it took uh, really <laughs> a lot of time <laughs> and effort to, to get in. But uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, that, that was just a, a right fit. Uh, we are a very young company. Uh, CargoX was established back in 2018 uh, in February. And uh, we had, I would say, groundbreaking idea what to do and how to use blockchain. And uh, yes, that, that was somehow a right fit. And this is how magic is happening, actually. So it's, it's I wouldn't say, uh, I wouldn't say, I think it's, it's, uh, very important uh, that the people who are supposed to work on such uh, such huge project are are you know uh, able to communicate and uh, to to bring constructive uh, uh, constructive discussion and uh, then you can deliver really incredible results. Yeah, it makes sense that they would want to work with uh, a new company that's really focused on this new technology. It allows you to grow with them and, and them to grow with you as well. So it a, creates a really nice partnership between the two companies. Um, why did they, ch- I guess, choose Cargo? Besides that that easy flow of partnership, what is CargoX doing better than other companies who are providing this type of of document transfer. What what makes CargoX the, the partner to work with? Uh, well, at the beginning, I have mentioned this this uh, different types of blockchain. So our technology is based on public blockchain. I think that that was uh, the first point very important for them because there is no central ruling authority around it. So basically, uh, you are owner of your data all the time, and there is no one on this planet who can mm. ever restrict you to access your data. And I think that was very important for, for, for uh, Egyptian authorities to, to pick CargoX in, uh, instead of someone else. However, I don't know, along the way, as I said, this, this, uh, in, you, you put a, a team of developers and, and uh, you know, great uh, ideas are, are exchanged. And I think then that, that was second... Uh, uh, very important uh, part of this uh, decision to to to, cho- to, to choose CargoX and yes, and we we didn't have the, that burden of of huge uh, company on our back because uh, as a startup you're very agile and you know you you can go to direction uh, whichever is needed you can react very fast and decision making process is is. You know, it's just uh, it's just natural and it's, it's it's happening very easily. So you know, then then uh, and especially when time frame is quite limited, that's also important. And I think communication was great, and that that's that's let's let's say a mixture of all of all of these uh, factors was was uh, somehow uh, in favor of of CargoX instead of anybody else. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's perfect timing for you guys, right? Uh, um, you guys are developing yeah. and trying to figure out the best way to implement it. Why not do that with a full country, right? Compared to a beta test with a, a small company. So congrats to you guys for securing that that partnership. And um, I know that we've 
you've said before that you've gotten this down from 18 documents total to six. Do you see uh, a future where it becomes even easier than those six documents to um, go through that customs clearance? And is there any other applications within NASEF that you're looking to um, optimize their overall um, operations as well? Well, it's uh, it's actually this future is happening right now because uh, when it comes uh, to commercial invoice, for example, uh, documents eventually will be replaced with the with the structured data. So, right now, uh, ah. Egyptian authorities are also requiring a structured format of uh, commercial invoice. So then you don't need. You know, humans to 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 check the data on the document. This can be done easily by by machine, or you know, and then automatize automatization of 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 document and data processing is achieved. Still, humans are not out of the equation. You need to 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 steer the process, to monitor the process, but you know, processing the data, you can automate that. And I think that's that's actually just behind the corner. This something similar will is happening also in EU with the EFT regulations, uh, which will happen in 2025. So I think uh, data is <laughs> uh, age of data is here and documents are out. So if you ask me, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure the trees are going to appreciate that too, right? And it's <laughs> you know it's funny we we talk about yeah. a lot of times just blockchain improving speed. But we rarely do talk about the fact that it does in time help the environment. So I think uh, for most people I know from the freight forwarding world or from global shipping, um, a paperless customs clearance would be everyone's goal. So <laughs> that's amazing that, that you're currently working on that. Um, what is what is CargoX focusing on over the rest of 2022 is there any other areas you're looking to add this blockchain type of technology to the supply chain as well well it's three different areas i i, I could mention i already said we are really young company uh <laughs> we are here only for four years and uh, this uh, incredible growth uh, we had in past few months, let's say six months, uh, it's not, uh, we are handling it because we have really experienced team on board and uh, that's first part of, uh, of our agenda, of course. And then uh, we do, we, do uh, we are listening to our customers, we are listening to the audience, developing new features and this is how actually our platform was brought to light. Uh, we, we, we were always discussing with the users, what would you like to have on the platform? And, you know, when something makes sense and when you're listening to your, your customers and voice of the customers for, for us is a key driver for, for development, uh, I think you cannot fail. And this is something what we will continue to do, of course. And uh, nevertheless, we do have some other projects with some other countries uh, uh, on our hands. And uh, trust me, Egypt is not the only one uh, for CargoX. So, yeah. That's, no, that's incredible. And I think you've shown just even in your relationship with Egypt what, what can be done. So I'm not surprised that you've got other countries knocking at your door at this point. And 
Uh, I'm actually going to start playing a game, Varon, with a couple of our guests. So I wanted to do this with you today. It's basically a game that dives into different consumer trends, how technology is affecting the way that we purchase and sell things online, um, called What Type of Consumer Are You? Uh, so my first question for you is, do you prefer to buy groceries online or are you ordering your groceries on, or do you prefer to go in store to buy groceries or are you buying them online to deliver to your house? Uh, I have two answers for you, Grace. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, for, for half of the year, I'm actually living off the grid in my cottage in the mountains. And then nice. every two weeks, I love to go to grocery store and do it uh, in traditional way. But uh, for second half of the year, I'm living in, in, in uh, Zagreb metropolitan area in, in Croatia. And then everything is done online because uh, then you know, there is too much people and crowd them. <laughs> so I'm still on, on both ends, but uh, I think uh, in the future, this online shopping will prevail anyhow. So, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, the second yeah, question yeah. is, have, have you ever purchased a car online? And would you ever purchase a car online? <laughs> uh, that, that's a really funny question because just uh, two days ago, I, I, I purchased a... Uh, a uh, small excavator for myself online. Nice. <laughs> so we're getting there. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I would, I would just be so nervous. I mean, um, I, it, it's almost like I was looking at the Tesla website one day, and it's they almost make it too simple to buy a car. I was like, it, it just felt like too much. The next thing you know, I'm one button away from buying a Tesla, and it's it's kind of nerve wracking. So um, that's an interesting one. The, the last question I have um, is based yeah. on bracketing. So a lot of times when you're buying stuff online, customers will buy multiple sizes, colors, etc., um, because it's kind of their way of trying on at home and then sending back whatever they don't use. So have you ever? bracketed while buying online and if you have how many items at a time do you usually purchase that that's that's my wife not me i know exactly what i want <laughs> to buy even before I I, I I i i'm turning off my my computer or i'm going to a store so yeah no no i'm just a straightforward guy so always same t-shirts always same as, uh, <laughs> clothes so it's very easy for me so you know it's funny i it, it, I have noticed it is more of a female trend, and I don't know if that is yes. more because of our purchasing habits or because sizes are just always wrong. So, <laughs> um, that's I awesome. think it's both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I thank you so much for coming on the show today. I'm excited to watch you grow and see what other countries you're working with in the future. So please stay in touch with us and, and let us know future developments of CargoX. Thank you very much for inviting us. And it was a pleasure for me to thank you, Grace. Of course, no problem. Bye-bye. Awesome. What a what a great guest. And you know what's interesting? It just shows you, you know, how many companies it's gonna take and how much time it's gonna take in order to just fix something as simple as the customs documents that are going from A to B within each country as it crosses borders. I mean, you just heard it from him. They've been talking with Egypt for years now, and we're just now seeing the um, fruition of that partnership and the improvements of that partnership. So while I, 
we are seeing incredible investment in governments, in private companies, in public companies to improve the supply chain. Uh, I think it's best to note that we're still far away from anything getting um, absolutely perfect and perfected. So um, what a fun interview that was. I'm excited that he could come on. And of course, uh, you know, Point of Sale is a community. Uh, we're not just a podcast. We are a newsletter. So make sure everyone, if you're listening to this today, you don't get our newsletters, go to uh, www.freightwaves.com slash POS and subscribe to that newsletter. Um, and for your podcast listeners, if you want to get notified of these, make sure that you go to whatever you're listening to podcasts on, Apple Music, Spotify. We're on all of the platforms. Make sure you subscribe. And actually, when you're in there, search Freightcast as well. Subscribe to that. That way you get notified of all of our podcasts that we have, all of our content that gets updated um, so that you can be up to date with all of our supply chain news. Um, I will be having some interesting guests on over the next couple of weeks. Again, you can check out my daily serious XM show on channel 146 as well. Um, call in. I want to talk to you guys. That's at 8888RoadDog. Um, and we can talk about whatever you want in supply chain. We should have a fun episode episode on today too with uh check calls mary o'connell but other than that um looking forward to bringing you some interesting news over the next month missed you guys over the last week and excited to learn more about the retail supply chain with you all as well have a great rest of your week and i will see you next week